Hey, hey, thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. I know. Feels like an eon ago that uh, you could call in. I know we've had back-to-back-to-back guests this morning. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. I know it's not September. That's the name of the song, but it just felt like a little earth, wind, and fire. Who couldn't go for a little groovy tune like this, right? So... During my surfing the internet time over the weekend, I happened upon this on the, I know I was looking for something on, actually I was looking for a hot pack uh, uh, on, um, you know, for like muscle pain, etc. And uh, on on the Walmart app. And because, you know, I, I do not like to, well, I don't like to shop anywhere, frankly. Oh, I like to shop for clothes. I take that back. I like to shop for some things. But I don't like the big retail experience. Not into it at all. And so what I try to do is order stuff online and then pick it up. Or or uh, determine that it's actually physically in the store. Drive there. Make a beeline for the item. And then go to the cash register and get the heck out of there after I pay for it. Well, I happened upon this. It's called the... And this is when I was looking for um, like a hot pack. Uh, or, you know, whatever, you heat it in the microwave to soothe your pain of some sort. And it's the, here's here's what this ad that appeared on the Walmart app. The Advil Pain Equity Project. Evidently, pain is worse for non-white people. I guess that's, there's some sort of project about pain equity. And this is and this is sponsored by Advil, of course, you know, which is just, you know, whatever, the name brand of ibuprofen, an anti-inflammatory, over-the-counter drug. Help address pain bias. One dollar from each Advil purchase goes to pain equity education. And in the small fine print, it says, oh my gosh, and this is going to be, oh, Morehouse School of Medicine, not sure what that is, and then B-L-K-H-L-T-H, which I guess would be abbreviated Black Health. So how is it that pain is biased now? I mean, does anybody fall for this crapola? I mean, come on. It's just, it's it's gotten to the point of beyond ridiculousness at this. And, and honestly, I, you know, I don't know. Of those on the left, I mean, are, do, do you fall for this hooey too? I mean, do you look at this and say, oh, and like clutch at your pearls and say, oh, I'm so relieved that there is a pain equity project that addresses pain bias. What? It's madness to me. Madness, I tell you. 715 845 2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning, you're on with Meg. Yes, I heard that Chef Clark from Milwaukee was going to run against Tammy Baldwin. Didn't you call in yesterday and say the same thing? I Well, I put it in the paper. Oh, vice president. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Sheriff Clark is a viable candidate, but uh, I do appreciate you calling in this morning. Hope you have a great day. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. If you'd like to join the conversation, and you might say to yourself, "Well, why do you think that, Meg?" Well, first of all, um, I don't think he's a viable candidate because, well, to begin with, he ran as the 
uh, Mar- or, excuse me, Milwaukee County Sheriff as a Democrat, I don't think he would have broad appeal across the state of Wisconsin. This is obviously a statewide office. I don't think that he would uh, have he he can come to the table with the funding. You have to raise a minimum of one million dollars in order to. Uh, run for statewide office and you can go oh that's so lame I can't believe it you have to have money to run for office the reality is in order to be competitive against the Democrat you have to be able to raise money and you have to and and if you don't come to the table with that money yourself you have to be able to instill confidence in donors in order to have them step up to the plate and donate money to your campaign and so when I when you know when I talk about viability I mean there are a lot of there are a lot of um, boxes I guess per se that you have to check off in order to be a viable candidate and one of them just one of them is uh, has to do with the ability to raise money the ability to uh, to to actually have the funds necessary to be competitive against the Democrat in which you would be uh, going against in the general election. Let's face it, Tammy Baldwin has a huge war chest of campaign money. Probably most of it comes filters from uh, out of state because that's how the Democrats roll, is that someone from out of state, as we are well aware, likes to choose our statewide, ele- uh, statewide candidates. And that would be, you know, Janet Protasiewicz, who's now sitting on the Supreme Court, thanks to the $10 million that was funneled into the state of Wisconsin from, well, you know, in, in some part, Hollywood, Holly weirdos, and other very wealthy limousine liberals that wanted to choose the candidate or choose the state Supreme Court justice or control the state Supreme Court here in Wisconsin. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Thank you. I will tell you, in recent times, I was listening to your show just now. I'm up in northern Wisconsin. Oh, righty. There is a recent, fairly recent, Wisconsin senator that never took a nickel, not one nickel, and was a senator for like 30 years, William Proxmire. Oh, yes. Yes. He. I, it's interesting what you were discussing that I just happened to catch me when I got in the car. Is that he never? He didn't. He never took a nickel. It's documented. That's why he was a Republican slash independent, in my in my estimation. Yeah. Well, and that's what Eric Hovde has pledged. He's not. He's not. He doesn't want anybody's. He doesn't want any special interest money. He's going to self fund, and obviously, uh, and and then you know maybe I don't know if you can say count on the donations of small dollar donors or other donors, but yeah, he's not. He's not behold, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was part of the uh, campaign of uh, United States Senator Ron Johnson as well. Is that that, they were... that could be? I, I, I just had to make mention because I, I respected Bill Proxmire so much. Yeah. I'm old enough because he was he admitted sometimes he he had an idea that he was for the Vietnam War, and he changed his mind after the. He was an independent thinker mm-hmm. about doing what he felt was the right thing to do. And that's what you are. You talk about many times, and, and I agree with that. I love Somebody the that, independent thinkers out you, there. You, you, you bet. So hey, there you are. Well, don't don't hang up yet. What's your first name? Marv. Marv. So, Marv, where in northern uh, Wisconsin are you? Uh, uh, St. Germain. St. Germain? 
You are you listening online, or can you get us up there? Uh, um, am I looking online? No. Are you listening to the show online, or are you getting it on your radio? I'm on. Uh, I was on the radio. Wow. Uh, now I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. AM five fifty so, comes in a little scratchy, but oh, uh, I'm so uh, when delighted. I ch- when I get the chance, I listen. Well, thanks, Marv. You know, my husband and I vacation up there from time to time during the course of the summer. Sure. We've got some friends that have a place right on Little Saint Germain and hang out a lot at. Oh my gosh, is it called Pub and Prime? Is that what it's called? Up that's there? very. That's, that's a wonderful place. Yes, it is. Great ownership place. and uh, fun little place to hang out on a warm you know on a warm evening and have a nice cold beverage or have some <laughs> delicious food but yeah i love that area up there st well Germain. good we're, we're we're glad you come up and spend your money as indeed we this is this we, is a uh, this is a um uh, we need uh, the economy the economy up here is based upon tourism as, yes, a, as a standard comment is all all tourism is not uh economic uh all economic development is not tourism. All tourism is economic development. Amen. That's exactly true. And yeah, any opportunity we get, you know, when we go up and stay for a week, we uh, don't bring any groceries. We go and shop at the local grocery store. I mean, they're, sure. obviously the prices are a little bit more than they are down here in Wausau. But sure. so what? We're supporting the local economy, and that's uh, it's important. So, that's well, Marv. Great. Well, so, just the last thing, the, the last quick thing yeah, I'll tell sure. you, you know why we call this God's country? Sure thing. You know why? Tell me, tell me. Because in the winter you can walk on water. So there. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. <laughs> I bet you can't right now. Is it still safe to walk on water up there? Um, it depends. I get a little are. nervous. I, I depends I'm, on where you are. Okay, yep, I that's suppose exactly the thing. Yeah. Well. Well. Th- so, you. are are you anywhere near yeah. Little Saint? Uh, yes. Oh, all right. Uh, Yes, uh, we are. We're in the vicinity. You bet. Uh, We're on another lake in town. Oh, all right. Well, good. Well, I'm getting more and more familiar with all the lakes up there because we're keeping an eye out for that perfect spot. So maybe we'll we'll end up being your uh, summer neighbor up there at some point. Cool. All right. (laughs) Well, thanks for calling in, Marv. I appreciate it so much. Thanks for the reminder about William Proxmire. I wasn't living in Wisconsin at the time, but if uh, I guess if he were still around, what an inspiration he would be or continues to be. He was. He wrote a. He wrote a book um, about physical fitness because he'd run to work every day at the Capitol. Wow. It's called the. The name of the book is this. You can look it up. Sure. You can do it. Yep. I think he weighed when he was sixty-five years old. His weight was about the same as it was when he was twenty-two. Wow! So what a guy. That's inspirational, yep, and uh, his legacy lives on. So thank you, yep. Marv. Certainly. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation all the way up in St. Germain. It's so exciting to hear someone from where I vacation. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Good morning, Meg. The reality of the situation is most men in this country are weak. 50% of them are obese. Most of Americans that shelf their lives never, ever been in combat or even been in a fist fight. And our enemies know we're weak. And they're going to know what pain and sorrow is once we're attacked within. And these Democrats got everything coming to them for voting Biden in the office. I'm telling you, we're headed for some rough times, and they laugh at me when I tell them we're going to be attacked within, prepared for battle. These, these rich boys ain't going to be able to hide behind their money because their money would be completely useless. The women will pick up their weapons to defend their young ones out of pure instinct, while most of the men will piss on themselves, cut and run, when they cannot call 911. 
sorry, I'm in a bad mood. Are you? Gosh, dang it. I wish that there were yeah. something I could say to kind of lift you up, but... Uh, um, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to give up. I'm I never give up hope. And uh, the good news is, Steve, that we have God on our side. Well, you know, without within closing, I'm just going to say this: after the everything settles, the dust settles, mm-hmm. and the Canadians have their civil war and whatever, Canada as well as Mexico will become part of the United States of America. Because Edward Casey Ewing, the sleeping prophet of 1920s, all his predictions have come true. His his, uh, his writings are in Virginia Beach, and he predicted that Mexico, as well as Canada, will become part of the United States of America, simply because we need the Canadian resources and we need the Mexican labor force. I don't, I've never seen it happen, but who knows, maybe when Trump gets in, he'll negotiate a deal. Oh, heck, well, we can, well, well again, trust in God and keep your powder dry. I think I say that every yeah. time you call in. Well, thanks for calling, yeah, Steve. I appreciate on. it. Stay strong. Yeah, bye. Right on. Hey, thanks for tuning in this morning, Put, queuing up a little more earth, wind, and fire. What the heck? That's the theme today. And this is actually, I'm grooving out. So, hey, enjoy your day. Going to be another beautiful day. Take the opportunity to get out and enjoy this beautiful weather. Natural vitamin D is out there just waiting for you to grab it. I will talk with you again tomorrow. God bless.